Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. So I go out last night to smoke a cigarette, and there's this guy, and he's shitting in my spot. Such a scumbag, Spencer. Stupid, stupid person. I know. Shitting in your spot. Shitting in my spot. you're supposed to be smoking a cigarette. And where I would like to shit. He's there. He just sat there. Sitting in your spot where you're supposed to be spitting, sitting. I shit there every night. Every night I shit there. That's my spot to shit and smoke. Someone sees you sitting there every single night. (laughs) Shows for mature audiences only. (laughs) Come a little closer. Hello, everybody. This is Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Face Boy. I am Face Girl. With us in the studio, Rachel is here. Hey. And Paula Baru from Chile. Hello. That didn't even sound like Chilean. No. (laughs) No, because I don't know. So I just did Jacqueline. Like Paula is supposed to be here, so the questions I was going to ask her, I will ask Catherine, and she will do her worst Chilean accent ever. I, I don't even know what that sounds like. Chile. All right, enough shenanigans. Enough shenanigans. Shenanigans. How you doing, face girl? Um, okay. What do you mean you don't know I'm okay? Okay. What's going on? Oh, who knows? I had a weird dream. All right, let's hear it. That's it. I just had a weird dream, and then I, like, messaged my mom to find out how someone was doing, John specifically, and then she's like, "It's everybody's having weird dreams and wondering how John's doing. Did you have a dream where this person, like, something fucked up happened? I'm on a plane or a helicopter, and suddenly we're next to, like, a, a jet or a plane or something, and it's got, like, this, like, emblem and, like, on it, like, on the nose or whatever, and it's, like, maybe blue and green. I don't know, but we're it, it then, like, I'm, like, what are we on? What's going on? And we're, like, being sucked into this thing, and then suddenly we're, like, maybe in a helicopter, and, like, my dad might be driving it, but he's, like, also driving really fast and, like, kind of crazy. And I'm, like, oh, he drives fast and crazy on the road. You know, at least here there's no rules, but, like, also, whoops, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Like me in my first elementary school. What? There were no rules? Yeah, there were no rules, so... Uh, if you don't want to be here, you can leave at any time. Yeah, so I decided that all I would do is run and scream. Really? <laughs> and they decided I needed a more... Uh, structured. Structured environment. It appears here it abuses the <laughs> depths of the no rule rule. No rules. Yeah, you're no good at no rules. I told you about that dream I had where it, it was... Weird just in how kind of normal it was and then weird at other times. So I, I decided I was going to get away from my apartment, rent an Airbnb for a night. Um, no, rent a hotel room for a night. And there was a, there was a place right in my neighborhood. Looked nice. The pictures looked nice. So I went and I checked it out and it was just really trashy. It was not very well 
it wasn't clean. The shower was like sh- a shared shower that was a like shared a, shower. A shared shower. Disgusting. It's disgusting. And it looked like it hadn't been cleaned in a while. And um, so I I told the person running it. I said, "Look, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to cancel my reservation." And she said, "Well, that's not very nice." And I said, what? "Well, n- your hotel's not very nice." And she said, "That's fair." Wow. <laughs> and then I go outside and she's running what she calls a debate club. And it's just a bunch of guys screaming at each other. <laughs> and she goes, you want to join the debate club? It's only $99. And I said, I can fucking scream at people for free. And so at that point, she was kind of just a little pissed at me. And any memorable dreams, Rachel? I... Oh, that was a dream? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was wow. real. Yeah, just because it seemed because the normalcy of it made it. I'm like, you live in the village. Yeah, it's like, could have <laughs> happened. I, didn't really. I used to have recurring dreams, like nightmares about Michael Jackson up until he died. What kind of nightmares? So so you killed him to make the dream <laughs> stop? Is I he wish. a raven or whatever the fuck? Or the eye? What is it? Uh, What's the shit with the heartbeat? Whatever. I don't know. It's some Poe shit. Oh, yeah. The eyeball? Yeah, the heart beating through the floorboard. That one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So, like, the recurring thing that would happen in this was that I would get home from somewhere in the car with my family, and we would get out of the car, and for whatever reason, the three of them would walk ahead of me while I lagged behind a little bit, and when the three of them got inside, Michael Jackson would, like, appear at the end of our driveway and, like, stare at me, and he wanted to, like, interact with me, and he, like, it would, like, freak me out. And then, um, and then the day he died, those dreams stopped happening permanently. Wow! And how long were you having them? Probably a few years. Probably from the time he was like branded as a pedophile until he died. So like early two thousands. And the, he's just always in like a driveway at the end of specifically my driveway, standing at the end of it, and he would try to interact with me. What the fuck? Yeah. And what kind of feelings did you have? Oh, my God. I was so scared mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. and like the whole situation. So you were scared that you were going to meet him. And then when he died, you're like, cool. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So how old were you when they started and, and when they stopped? Um, I was probably around six when it started. Mm-hmm. And then he died when I was 11 or 12. Really? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because he died in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. And at six years old, were you you were aware of the charges against him? Oh, absolutely. It was all over. It was, the, it was all over yeah, the media. True. And then I would be on miniclip.com or addictinggames.com, and there was this game where you would play as Michael Jackson and you would dangle the baby out of the <laughs> window. <laughs> what? Yeah, because remember when he held his son over a banister? That really happened. And then they made a yeah, video game based six. on it. I was six, seven. 11. I think it was before that. It was like three. Are Are you naming years? I'm just trying to remember how old I was when that thing oh, happened. You were. She's I mean, you were. A, oh yeah, yeah. You were. Um. Well, you were my age, I guess. Well, I was a year younger. Yeah, you were a year younger than me, so probably four or five. I don't That's remember what I was saying. I feel like I feel like we were a little bit older though, but not by much. I wonder how common that was. What? What? For six-year-olds, seven-year-olds to have nightmares about Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. It was really common. Like, 
I just okay. found out about this a few days ago. There was a Reddit thread. It was something about what recurring nightmare did you have a, as a kid or, or what irrational fear did you have as, as a child or something like that. And there was this whole thread with like over 100 comments about having a fear of Michael Jackson as a kid. So he's one generation's clowns. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was alone in this, but no, like a lot of us were afraid of Michael Jackson growing up. But my first memory of music is of the Jackson five because I had a babysitter from age one until age three who would play cassettes of the Jackson five in the car when we would go places. And that didn't scare me. Do you think he was a kid toucher? I don't think so. I used to. I don't think so. Face girl. Do you think he was a kid toucher? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I saw that video. Like that he did where he kept saying everything was like, I don't know. I think South Park kind of parodied it. So yeah. I don't remember if he kept saying that's ignorant. That was a South Park thing. Yeah. Or if it's just a South Park thing, but I definitely saw it and it felt weird and I felt like he was lying about other things that were blatantly obvious. So if he's lying about this, then he's probably lying about that. And then while I totally believe that you can innocently sleep in a bed with a child, um, I also don't anymore. Like I see what you mean. Yeah, I used to because I was closer to the child side and I'm like, well, whatever. But I've just like seen so many creepy adults in yeah. my life that I'm just like, you know what? No, there's too many creepy adults. And like I've experienced creepy adults and that doesn't mean that he was a creepy adult. Um, but then there's things where I, I don't know that like room. Is that real? Did he really have that room? What room? Like allegedly there was this secret room up some stairs that would play music if you were in the stairway. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. So if he had that creepy room, then yeah, I absolutely think that he did some weird shit. But if that creepy room is just fake internet lore, then I think that somebody's trying to make him look bad. Hmm. And then he might have just been a Peter Pan. Yeah. I think he was a weird dude. He had a very traumatic childhood. So I I used to think he was guilty. I really did. But now, like, the, the more I learn about him and his circumstances, I think maybe he was just strange. I don't know that he actually did anything illegal. illegal. Yeah, I also want to add that I don't know how sexual I could see him as. And um, that's part children. of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But really... Um, like, come on. Yeah, but we don't know if he actually had sex with the mother of Or if it's his sperm. Children. We don't even know if it's his sperm. Do you think it's his sperm? I mean, the kids kind of look like him. Okay, well, that's interesting. I'll have to check back. But I never thought that, that like, I don't know. He could be. I know that, like, Madonna said that he giggled. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. You but, can see why I was so afraid of him as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. If I was six year old six years old when all that stuff was going on and, you know, a, a person who 
looks really bizarre. Yeah. Is on trial for molestation. Yeah. And I was hearing about it. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, at our age, we've only known scary Michael. Yeah. Face. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know 80s. Michael Jackson other Did than hearing his music. Did you know that he had a beautiful complexion and was kind of cute and yes. human? Yes. I, I remember being, as far as I know, I've always been aware of what he used to look like. Okay. But you didn't experience it? No. Or the trauma of the changeover? I Cause knew I've about, heard about it. That. <laughs> that had to have been bad for some people. To experience the trauma of the changeover. I know it was a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like in pop culture, it was like a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that that poor Xanaxed animal that like ripped a woman's face off because she like got a different haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was that level of a thing. That's something we should laugh about. For some people. Well, I didn't laugh. I'm just trying to think of a proper analogy. It works. Yeah. When I was a child, I had a recurring nightmare that I was on a conveyor belt. And, <laughs> and I kept passing these witches, like like out-of-storybook witches. Is there and a I'd conveyor like belt? Go, and I'd just be going around in a circle, and, and every time I'd see the witches, I'd get scared again. Is it the same witches? Yeah. So you're so not- fortunately, that didn't, that ended like when I was about 40. Wow. Mm. <laughs> what? I had Are another. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. No. I'm not kidding. It. From what age to 40? About 40. Four to From forty. Four From like to four forty. To 40 yeah. You have a dream. So at four, you haven't even been to a haunted house. No. So you're on a conveyor belt. Yeah. That goes around in a circle, like 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 a model train. Kinda. Kind of like a haunted house ride. Sorta. Great. And then there's witches. <laughs> yes. And they're behind plexiglass or glass of some sort. This is like a haunted house ride. (laughs) You had a recurring nightmare about like a haunted house ride. You definitely went on a ride or saw a cartoon or something and it stuck with you. That sure did. You're like, what the fuck is that? For 40 years. (laughs) Like you were a baby. They had to take you with them because they couldn't leave you at home in the bassinet. No matter how hard they tried. You'd need things because you're a human. And you like retook it. You retained it. You're like, no, this is horrific. Or you saw like a Christmas display or a Halloween display. I don't know. Or both. I don't know. There was somebody growing up that had... Like, you know those houses that had too many Christmas things? Yeah. Imagine that, but each Christmas thing is in its own glass box. That's kind of scary. And amazing. Yeah. We used to have this place called the the Elvis House. And every Christmas season, they had, like, hundreds of Christmas decorations with tons of, like, Santa Elvis figures. And it was, like, someone's private house, but... People from all over would go drive by and look at it. But then they moved away a few, a few years ago. Wait. It was all Santa Elvis? I mean, there was like a combination Santa of stuff. Santa as Elvis? Elvis is Santa kind of stuff. And tons of tons of Elvis stuff. And also the tons of Christmas stuff. Is that custom? Stuff. 
I don't know. I don't know, do but it was like that? it was like a whole big display. It was very well done. <laughs> and the, and the place was huge. It was like a mansion, so you could like literally drive around the block and keep looking at it. I want pictures. There uh, there are pictures. some. This yeah, is internet. This is on the internet. Yeah, this hang is on. Amazing. By the way, just to bring you into the room, uh Paula, the woman that interviewed me earlier this week, uh asked for me to bring in some press uh regarding the time that I was hosting an open mic night. And that is what you are leafing through right now. What are you looking at? Oh, my God. So I'm just going to describe it as Paper Magazine oh, from yeah. April of 1999. But what I'm looking at is a face boy in, I want to say, rolled up. They're not tidies, right? Like those are, are those boxer briefs or are you wearing tidies? They're briefs. They're briefs. Mm-hmm. Colored briefs. Yeah. You're psychotic. <laughs> so Facebook. So Rachel. Wears briefs. And he then, I guess that's like what, punk rock <laughs> or something? Here, this is Faceboy. Leaping through the air, jumping onto Rob's back, right? No, they're just holding me. And then is. Who, this is fascinating. Yeah. What's so fascinating about it? I don't know. What was this for? Paper magazine. Yeah, it was their beautiful people issue, and they chose the dance liberation front. So I was one third of a beautiful person. That oh, so year. you were a dancer? No. Oh. So to make up for the fact that you're one third of a beautiful person, you made sure to show more than one third of your body. You only covered a third of your body. What the hell? I looked good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look at his dick. That's what's I on display. It. I see it. It's what he's not showing that you see. Yeah. <laughs> literally the only thing he's not showing. No, you're totally right, though. Yeah. It really emphasizes the dick. It does. It truly does. And also, like, the way that that woman is looking off into the distance. Would indicate that that's how long your dick is. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a cockfishing thing. I probably stuffed my underwear. And like he that totally guy did. has beautiful posture. That's yoga. Robert Pritchard. It's yoga. Oh. That's that, yoga. Who uh, uh, is one of the co-founders of Radio Free Brooklyn. Was he doing yoga oh. then? Haven't I met him? Maybe. I feel like I have. But he's like famous though, isn't he? Well, you he's been? done some films and he's he's done a lot of work. He's produced a lot of shows and he's, uh, uh, yeah. He has excellent posture in this. Yes, he does. At this point, is he doing yoga? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going with that's yoga. And he also looks like Scott Wieland, Wieland, Wieland. Yeah, I want to get back into that shape. Um, You'll need an operation. Shut up. <laughs> I've already dropped like almost 10 pounds. Yeah. Your dick. <laughs> it's fat. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I like fat shaming dicks. No, good for you. Yeah, it's good. You said you're in a new bracket. Yeah, yeah, I am. If you like th- tap on the different pictures, it'll make it full size. Just find me one of the Elvisy ones because it's like I don't understand. And Face Girl, you, uh, will you pull up that article, Woman Throws Tray? At any point, do you have your pants on? <laughs> Who needs no, pants? I don't think so. Okay. I pretty much would not wear clothes for photo shoots other than underwear. Yeah, it looks that way. This guy brought a fish. You're naked. <laughs> Read it or play something. 
Uh, it's you, you don't have to plug anything in. I think you're going to like this. I was just thinking the other day, like, why doesn't McDonald's, uh, that when you went to McDonald's, you got your food on a tray? And they don't do that anymore. So I Googled what happened to trays at McDonald's, and this is the article I found. Cops. Women threw customers' food trays at employees at North Charleston McDonald's. North Charleston, South Carolina, three women took food trays from customers and threw them at employees at North Charleston McDonald's, according to police. (laughs) Officials with North Charleston police say it happened last Friday morning and also involved a drive-thru employee getting punched in the eye. (laughs) Around 10 a.m. on Friday, police responded to the location on 8586 Rivers Avenue for a disturbance report A 19-year-old woman said she was working the drive-thru window when another person in another vehicle threw a drink at her. The victim then threw the drink back at the (laughs) suspect's vehicle, according to a police report. The suspect's vehicle then pulled around... Fuck you, I'm going to throw it right back at you! (laughs) Fuck you, bitch! Fuck you! Fuck your fucking drink! (laughs) You didn't pay for this. That's why they make you pay first. Okay. According to a police report, the suspect's vehicle then pulled around the parking lot and three female suspects exited the car. A report states the women entered the restaurant and began taking the customer's food trays and threw them at employees. The victims... The victim said one of the suspects then walked over to her and punched her in the left eye. Witnesses were able to take a picture of the Florida license. Florida, <laughs> yeah. of course. That's that's the one that got me. Because he's just snuck in like real casual. Which authorities tracked to a woman who the victim positively identified through a picture ID as one of the women who was throwing trays. Police are continuing the investigation. Nice. And now if you could find uh, Jazz or Jizz. <sighs> wow. And we'll just have this in the background as we get on to the next subject. So this is... Uh... Five minutes of gay porn. Oh yeah, you will need to plug plug in for this oh i'll need to plug in for this five minutes of gay porn gay or lesbian gay nice it was a porn it's his jazz station five minutes and accident porn. and some guy that worked gay. there was watching some gay five porn minutes. and it accidentally porn. sort of aired gay five minutes so if you can pr- you'll find where to don't keep going <laughs> we're listening to the setup <laughs> on soundcloud what the fuck? Teen Squad. What's going on? Yo, some shit just went down. Hold on. I need to try this again. The button I, like I used. Like us calling 511. <sighs> I like... just archived that episode. Yeah. Sometimes it's I call 311 just to talk to someone. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because 511's better. Trust us. Yeah. What was that for and what did we try to do? It was, we were trying to, trying to get some information about the MTA and 511 is the MTA information helpline, mm-hmm. supposedly. I thought it was 311. No, 311 is just general, like. Everything. Yeah, ge- general everything. Yeah. But 511 is specifically MTA. Oh. 
So, what do you think? Is this like mid eighties? Is uh, Trump going to get impeached? No. Well, I don't think so either. Well, but go well, ahead. He might get impeached. He's absolutely not going to resign, and this is going to win him the twenty twenty election. Go ahead, because I agree with you completely. Okay. So, Republicans already loved Trump, and this is only making them love him more because he's spreading absolute propaganda to his supporters, and they're believing him. And we have proof that he's lying about all of this. We know. Um, Sometimes it's not always so binary, but this is... It's very black and white here. And... (laughs) (laughs) He's not even lying. Uh... He is though. He's like he know. He just said he did it. Speaking of Mike Pence, oh yeah, yeah. So his supporters only love him a lot more. The timing of this because this is going to go on for months, and uh, I think this is going to make his supporters vote for him even more because they're calling attention to it, and people aren't going to forget about it because of the timing. All right, let's listen to some of this. Almost sounds like the music you'd hear in a porn film if it was just lower. (laughs) (laughs) And like no one calls in to say, hey, uh (laughs) (laughs) not until they're done jagging it. The top I mean, he's really having a good time. Uh, uh, I thought that was the bottom. That sounds like the bottom to me. You think so? Yeah. I was thinking he's the top. Nope. Oh, that's the end? That's it. Oh. In London's swanky Kings Road, Chelsea. When was that from? That was a while ago. That was like 2012. Oh. What you looking at? Everything. Just everything. What is all of this? Who are these people? Who oh, are you? Some are spoken for. That's when I decided to be Francis and, and uh, be a poet. And four of my works were chosen to be uh, oversized lithographs and displayed in the Brennan Courthouse for 30 days. Oh, that cool. was pretty fucking cool when I just decided to be a poet. What, what do you mean, Francis? I went by my own name, Francis Instead R. Hall. Of face boy? Yes. I don't okay. think I knew that. Hmm? I don't think I knew that. My name? Yeah. Well, nice to meet you, Rachel. You look very nice. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. We have a very similar vibe going on. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yep. You're buttoned up. I Yeah, I am. I could unbutton a little bit. It is National Coming Out Day. What's that mean to you? Gay. And I'm wearing a very gay shirt. You are. (laughs) No, literally, I am. I am. Yeah, you are. It, like, it literally says proud. Like, oh, wow. Rainbow yeah. proud shirt. Yeah. I thought the other one was a gay shirt. They they both are. This one is more like. Obviously to America gay. Yeah. This was like a Target special. Mm-hmm. And then this was just like, you know, style. Face girl, what's going on? Richard Cohen. Winchester Chimes. More American fat. Oh yeah, I've worked with him like for oh, for a long ass time. 
Yeah, and then you just have this one like really overexposed picture that everybody has of something. Yeah. yeah. For some reason. It's everybody's like 2008 Facebook profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, are you done with that? No. I haven't even started. I need to borrow this for months. Not gonna and read all of it. I've known Mr. Frank Hall ah, since February of 87. Who is this? This is incredible. All right, what what is that? Let's hear it. Really? Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm. Someone's blowing smoke up your booty. I'll read it if you don't want to. No, I want to. I just don't want to break this. Hold on. And I want to know. Oh, yeah, this if, has nothing to do with entertainment. If these people are. Um, They're all real. Yeah. I want to know who they are. All right, you want me to read it? Sure, why not? <sighs> Fine. This is written in 1988, by the way. That's a so, long time ago. It sure is. So this person hasn't known Faceboy that long. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> because when I first read it, and I'm like, since 1987, oh boy, they're going to tell us about a whole body of Faceboy's work. And then uh, I see that it's like a, not even a year later. Oh, okay. <laughs> What? What? You look like you're about to say something. I have a feeling this is a letter from a school that I worked at that closed not long after I started working there. So you are the Ted McGinley of the school. No, I'm kidding. Was it the school of porn? It was the Guild no. for Exceptional Children. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's something else. All right. Well, let's hear it. To whom it may concern, I have known Mr. Frank Hall since February 20th, 1987, when he began working at the Guild for Exceptional Children. As a direct care counselor, he was assigned a number of duties that included individual and group work, attendance at annual and 90-day service plans, ensure client safety, and proper hygiene. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is this in here? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not exceptional yet. Hold on. Let's see if it gets better. Okay. Let's see. It does. All right. Mr. Hall is very reliable and conscientious. Is very oh man, this is bothering me. I'm going to read it as it is, and tell me if you can see what bothers me about it. Mr. Hall is very reliable and conscientious person with excellent work habits. Is a yeah, right? Yeah. Oh man, I think it's a typo. So you can't even trust this person's opinion, and they haven't even known you that long. And that's for about a school for gifted children, and they got that grammar incorrect so. i mean i'm not even going to talk about the other mistakes. not exactly gifted it's sort of the other way oh exceptional in a different way got you don't you feel like a terrible person no, no i don't <laughs> okay excellent work habits i mean since 88 till now i would say that this is still true but jesus you're doing things that required letters in those years yeah existing with paper okay <laughs> i've never written a letter outside of like elementary school assignments where we had to write a fake letter a fake what yeah they would like assign write a letter to a friend but don't actually send it weird yeah for therapy no for like school assignments hmm. those are yeah or write a letter to the principal his time and attendance have been flawless. Wow. I don't know what it means, but I know that you're always on time for shit. <laughs> yes. And he has demonstrated a capacity for learning on the job. 
He relates well to the clients and has been shown to have good judgment <laughs> in the matters concerning, concerning client care. It is also noted that Mr. Hall gets along equally well with staff. In summary, space comma, I can recommend Mr. Hall for any position requiring sensitive and skilled interaction with the developmentally disabled population exclusively. Doesn't say exclusively. I added it. I know you did. There's no way it would have said that. I don't care if that was written in 88. I wouldn't know. That's that's not going to say exclusively. You didn't even know what it was. You could have said that. Do you have a song ready and give that thing back? Who are all these fucking people, face boy? (laughs) I'll tell you who all those fucking people are later on. But give me that thing back and... uh, Best open mic that refuses to die, even though we tried to kill it. Ah. What? I want to look at that. Why are you taking it from me? Because now it's time for a song. All right. Is there a song you want to do with me? Who? You. Anyone. Wait, are we done listening to porn? How did that end? Yeah, I was like disappointed it ended so quickly. Yeah. How did that stop? Fuck the internet. We could always put on more. Yeah. I can. I have that ability. You do. So I didn't practice this. Um. Oh, you can read this one. So let's see. We'll do this first. She wanted to read a letter. Mm -hmm. I would love to read a letter. To whom it may concern. I have worked with Frank Hall since June of this year. Were it not for our decision to close all of our training programs. (laughs) Fuck you. Oh, my God. You're going to make me read this. Including the mental retardation counseling program. This letter would be unnecessary. Glad I already got my laugh out. As we would not want to see him leave. Frank stepped into into a difficult situation and handled it extremely well. He replaced the second person in a two person administration. But soon after became the leader when the chairman left. He quickly learned the many tasks he had You're to do. You're having trouble like seeing me as chairman of anything. I like how chairman is like capitalized though. She's so confused. All right, go ahead. Because I like <laughs> how confused she is. He quickly learned the many tasks he had to he had to perform and the reasons for doing them. He worked well with the students, the contract <laughs> teachers, adjuncts, and the agencies with whom we worked and where our students were placed in internships. Forced by circumstances to be part of the administrative team, he presented what is that word? Is that a typo? Is that a real word? Cogent. A, oh, cogent. Weird. He presented cogent and coherent reports. His work was such that I even thought that, but for the lack of credentials uh, and MA, he could have functioned as the department coordinator. Frank showed leadership qualities in all his tasks as field internship supervisor in co-teaching the SCIP portion of the course and in monitoring student academic programs. He also researched a new part of the curriculum we would have used this fall on abuse and the retarded. I feel that Frank is a quick study in any situation that he could fit in, fit in well with organizations devoted to work with the retarded, and I recommend him most highly. That was torture. <laughs> well, I... Can't believe you made me do that. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? 
fuck? I just went on air and had to read that. And the only reason I didn't not read it was because I was like reading it like verbatim. It's like you're reading something from the 1820s, yeah. and you, and you want to, and and you you just want to skip and say the n word instead of actually saying the word. If it were like, actually, why if you it just were make the her N-word, read the definition of the n word, like the, you're just like here, take this. Yeah, you're I feel evil. like you knew, you knew. I, no, I did not know. I haven't seen that letter in forever. I, wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! wow. Sorry about that, everyone. Wow. It only got worse. <laughs> it did. It's like almost like a comedy sketch because they say it once and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And then it kept getting this worse. This is going to be tough. And then it's like, okay. And then it's da da da. And then it's like, poof, 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 like fireworks at the end. I just feel like the last five lines were just it saying retard. <laughs> Over and over, like there wasn't even a sentence. Like retard, retard, retard. Like what? But it was oh, using God. it in a context that was appropriate yeah. in that time period, yeah. and that's the only reason I said it. I like to keep old text because of this. Yeah, you're not going to find that on the internet. You're yeah. not going to believe it. I'm a big fan of very old films where the husband slaps his wife, like on camera. It's real. It Why? is real. Because it's it, Blondie. I love you. Why would you do that, you wallop? I don't know why I like the word wallop, but I didn't use it right this time. Do you like the word dollop? I do like dollop. All right, let's have a song, and then we'll do a little business with the world. All right. Do you not have the... Oh. Did you just turn the song, the music on? Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even know if this is a good version. Let's do it. Fuck it. Blackbirds sing in the dead of night. Make these broken wings and learn to fly. Okay. 
chose that song blackbird singing in the dead of night no we were actually Peace we're, girl singing in the dead of night Peace girl singing in the dead of Peace night girl. you know i'm a little offended because you're looking at these this press and these pictures and, and these these wonderful letters about me and you're like you're like there's no fucking way this can be that guy <laughs> No fucking way. This, no, this, this, fucking, this guy. fucking guy right here. I know this fucking guy. That's different guy. Yeah, this guy. Different guy. No. Responsible. Bullshit. It said you were super anal punctual on time, and I said, that's right. He's still that guy. Yeah, only that. That's the only thing you give me. What else? That's what else? It. What else? That did was I say? it. Everything else? else, you're like, holy shit. Conscientious? No. I didn't say that. Cogent? Responsible? Cogent? Come on. <laughs> I'll give you conscientious. You're not taking cogent too. No, uh, I think chairman. Yeah. What? It was capitalized. Capitalized no. chairman. Yeah, it no. was weird. It was like China. Hers, hers. I just didn't understand what was going on because I was just very focused retard on so yeah. many times. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, that's all like, I could focus on. I wasn't actually paying what? attention to what I was reading. Like, I wasn't confused that you were a chairman. I honestly did not. I did not connect the dots or understand because it was like, and then this guy was fired. It was a union settlement training school. And what they did is they got people who were on, uh, who were very poor on welfare on all kinds of different programs. And it was a, it was a free service where they were trained into, into different kinds of jobs. And, uh, the, 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 Part of the school that I was the head of was the people who were being trained to work with people with special needs. And Reagan got in office, and since it was a successful program that was helping people, it lost its funding. Yeah, I saw where that was going as soon mm-hmm. as you said Reagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck Reagan. Yeah, fuck not him. with your penis. Not with mine. Yeah, I got to read this stuff. And I don't mind. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3. Do you want to read it? Yes. Okay. Does this make you feel better after the last thing? I love reading these. Okay. Okay. Free tags. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax-deductible. That's right, tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. After more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late-night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the ME team is happy and proud to present to you the ME bottle. 
This double-insulated reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60-second cycle utilizing UVC LED technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when the water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. I want one. I really want one. Same. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I want one. As soon as they became a sponsor, I'm like, I, I love them. I love everything they do. Well, soon as I, I, I found that they existed, I go, period. Go Got to their, go to their website, see how much this costs. I'm, yeah, I'm we need to find out. Or maybe we can get a free one because sponsorship and stuff. That's I like what I free. said. Yeah, free. If it's free, it's me. Uh, that's their name. What's that? Me. Yeah. Me bottle. Me. If it's free, it's me bottle. So I was listening to the uh, episode, whatever it was. Let me, let's see. Whatever. Whatever. Two fourteen. Oh yeah. And we called five one one. And your little, your little, your little aside sometimes, they, 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 I miss them during the show. <laughs> what? And then I catch them. So I said, um, I said, recently I saw the most extreme pegging I've ever seen. And you said, in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. And you didn't hear me? I didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I said it and you didn't hear me say it. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's move on. <laughs> not taking it? Okay. <laughs> the first time I've ever seen him not take it. Okay. Or <laughs> I've got to listen to these shows more often. <laughs> I'm, I miss too much somehow. I love it. You want to guess how much it is? Can I make a guess? Yeah. 45. Okay. Oh, I was going to guess 19. Interesting. Who's closer? So the standard size in the color forest is free shipping, $99. Wow. The large is $129. Let's hear more about it. Let's hear some specs and details. Is the whole point of the me bottle to like take water from a lake or something and purify it? Is that what this is? I feel like that's gotta be right Because, like, I could see if you are not broke and you enjoy camping and you want to, like, get into the whole survival hobby, this isn't crazy expensive for what it is. I also think that, like, if somehow my buying one at this price will then ship it to some place where people need clean water. Yeah. Oh, is that what this does? Oh, I have no idea. But it says something about our planet. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Yes. 80% of our plastic water bottles are going straight to landfills and oceans despite our collective efforts to recycle. Switching to a reusable water bottle reduces the consumption of single-use plastics in our daily lives significantly. We only have one planet. Just like the water we drink, we must keep it clean. Our environment is important to us, and that is why we are currently seeking partnerships with charities that align with this vision. If you're part of an organization or are aware of one that may be interested in establishing a relationship, please reach out to us. So that doesn't say anything um, other than they're like looking to do some form of like outreach. I think their website's still a work in progress. There's got to be like a mission statement somewhere, right? Well, they're a company though. So all it is is a water bottle that 
purifies, right? Yeah. That's all this is. And it's reusable. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if you are getting into survivalism, it kind of makes sense. But for daily use, maybe not. Knee Bottle was created by a small team of innovators that felt there was a void in the current landscape of water bottles. After months of research and design, we are excited to share a bottle worth drinking from. So I'll drink from that water bottle. Same. I still think I okay. So about us, I'm going to, I'm looking them up. Yeah. The concept of the me bottle was started by an engineer who, after decades in the optoelectronics industry, wanted to make an impact on the world for the better. With his 20 plus years of experience working with LEDs and the vast growth of UV LED technology, he saw the potential of UVC LEDs for disinfection. Over 70% of the earth is covered by water. Hold on. I want to get to the part where they're like, and here's, um, I mean, they show up. Oh, but like this person is standing outside of a city. I thought maybe not go on. He gathered a team of like-minded engineers, influencers, environmentally conscious young professionals who were also fitness enthusiasts, enthusiasts, yoga lovers, and outdoor warriors. Each would contribute something special and different to this idea, but they all felt the same passion of providing water, clean water, to everyone. After more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimentation, various prototypes, late night conference calls, Saturday morning meetings, this week we know, um, home cooked breakfast and a team member's home. She's an engineer, not a chef. The me team is happy and proud to present you the me bottle. Join us. Yes. Okay. So we know this. Raise your bottle and drink to me. Well, I guess they have a booth in Manhattan on Canal Street. I kind of want to go visit them and be like, I read your thing at least once a week. I'm a big fan and I'm a broke graduate student. But if you give me branding materials, I'll be a walking advertisement for you. I just want one of your bottles. Let's make the road Same. trip. Yeah. Can we go? Yeah. You'll I'll trip. go with you. All right. Yeah. Cool. I can walk there. All right. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm, helps. I can go like from campus after class or something. Make sure we'll change exchange. I don't think I have your number. I don't think so. Okay. We'll do that. The battery has been tested for 80 full one-minute cycles on full charge. The battery is charged through a micro-USB port underneath a rubber sleeve for full water protection on the cap and can be fully charged in two hours. We know keeping your bottle charged would be the last thing you would want to worry about. So that's why we picked the best materials to keep you outside for longer. So it, it apparently, what, it does like 30 hours? What is it? It says it on that copy. Uh, No. Something crazy, 70-something, 12? A single charge lasts up to 30 days. 30 days, yeah, and it was 30-something. That's crazy. That's pretty good. Yeah. The thing, my thing about this, and um, they might have an answer to this. I don't, I don't know. Um, bacteria isn't usually often what makes you sick. It's the, their waste like bacterial waste, which even after you kill the bacteria, their waste is still there. And that's what makes you sick. So, and it's really the accumulation of it because everything has bacteria. That's fine. 
So it's great that they stop the bacteria from growing, but I'm wondering if, let's say, you take some water out of a lake or the Hudson River or something, could you still get sick from it even after purifying it in this bottle? These are the questions we want to ask. That's what I want to know. Because like, mm-hmm. typically for something like this, you would boil it. So you're also mm-hmm. getting rid of the waste. I don't know if this does that. That's what we need to find what out. What happens to the bacteria after a purification cycle? UVC LED destroys the DNA of the bacteria and what is left over is harmless material. Okay. This prevents existing bacteria from growing even further. Does the me bottle clean murky water? Right? That's what you're asking. No, that's not what I was it asking. It was a question earlier, no? No. Oh, okay. I thought you asked earlier if it was meant to blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, like if you could go shit. to a lake when you're camping. Yeah. Well, when you, so with other purifiers, the, the deal is, is that like the water will remain the same color. It'll still remain murky, but it'll be safe to drink. It won't taste good, but it'll be safe. And I think this is saying the same thing. Oh, but the charcoal filter that's included filters physical sediment from murky water which helps with the taste so it's probably not it doesn't (coughs) clarify it totally i'm sure but it helps yeah we've got less than seven minutes left let the folks and oh let's have that uh that uh jazz as some background again please Mm -hmm. setting the mood yeah set the mood with a little jazz i make a really good porn noise please feel free to join with your I would love to. I am here each and every Saturday, live with the exception of October 26th. I will not be in the studio, neither will Catherine Dunn. There will be something happening, of course. <laughs> It'll be this fat fuck jazz. <laughs> we'll just we'll just play this jazz over and over again. I just I just wanted to know what this said, and it said, please don't touch, move. Same. Same. I was like earlier today. I'm like, I was like, what is this thing? It's like, don't fucking touch it. Don't touch it. If you're touching it to read it, you're doing it wrong. Rachel, what's. Oh, here we go. Rachel. What's going on with you? What's going on with me? Yeah, anything you want to promote? Um, I don't think so. But what are you what are you doing with Radio Free Brooklyn that you'd be reading this copy every week? Um, with Catherine and two others, we do Lost and Rewound, okay. which is a pre-record. Uh. Uh. Oh, that is good. Hold uh. on. Uh. 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 That's very good. Uh. You like that? Face uh. uh. girl, what you got coming up? My dick. Uh, tomorrow, 9 p.m. NYC Talent Show. Everybody gets paid. Some people get paid more. What? It's crazy and it's getting better. And it's every Sunday, 9 p.m. at the Creek in the Cave. Go to NYC Talent Show on Instagram or nyctalentshow.com. That's true. I'll be there too. You can find me at Official Cups on Instagram and also at the NYC Talent Show Sundays at 9 p.m. where you can get paid to go on stage. Everybody on stage gets paid. Yeah, and you don't even have to wear pants. It's true. And uh, dance on Saturdays at 3. Is this if you'd like to music? support this show, if you think what we're doing has rev- relevance and importance. 
if it's helped you with your day or your evening. You can sponsor us by going to rfb.nyc slash That's rfb.nyc slash A-S-S. That was fun. I love that music. But right? I was this, promised more. <laughs> this is comedy you can jerk to. Yeah. Yeah, that that is uh, our official logline. <laughs> comedy you can jerk to. Yeah. Write that down. That's the name of something. That's that's our tagline. Yeah. So, uh Paula. Yes. Sorry, we didn't get to you and there's only three minutes left. Rude. Uh, how would you describe the art scene in Chile? The Chilean art scene. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. My name is Jacqueline. I'm uh, inside this woman. And the Chilean art scene is very artistic and Chilean. <laughs> what have been your favorite New York City discoveries? Pokey. It's a dish. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of interview questions, and good thing I didn't start at the top of the hour with this, because these are fairly short answers. Can I, I want to answer one. Please do. What about New York City surprised you? Chopsticks. Yeah, chopsticks everywhere. Just everywhere you go, there's chopsticks, and they're used as crutches. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the project that you interviewed me for. Well, I interviewed you on a project about ham and your manufacturing uh, process of ham that comes from aliens. Not, I'm not talking about undocumented immigrants. I'm talking about Alien space ham. aliens. Spam. Space aliens. Spam. <laughs> And I, I came up with that interview because when you stormed Area 51 a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, wow, his ham industry is really taking off. Congratulations on going viral. You mentioned that you do uh, poetry over music. Could we get a little uh, sample of that? Shit. <laughs> Something's not working. Fuck. For either of us, we're both like racing to to get our obnoxious shit out. I don't know why this isn't working. It was working before. Uh, uh. Well, there's only twenty seconds left. Uh, I want to thank you, face girl. Thank you. I want to thank you, Rachel. Thanks for having me last minute. And everybody just uh, tune in 